A new study is showing that we may have vastly underestimated the number of people at risk of sea level rise. It was published in the journal Nature on Tuesday and estimates 110 million people currently live below the high tide line. That's a big jump from the 28 million that previous studies showed. Now, this research into sea levels is a lot, but the future that it paints is even grimmer. Even if we were to stop all greenhouse gas emissions in the very near future, an additional 80 million people would be living below the high tide line by 2100. In just 30 years, the study indicates that six Asian countries, China, Bangladesh, India, Vietnam, Indonesia, and Thailand will have annual flooding that will impact over 200 million people due to rising seas. But if we weren't to stop carbon emissions and our planet kept warming, those countries could see 250 million additional people living below the high tide line, not just annual flooding by 2100. This new research will hopefully help coastal communities be better prepared and make necessary changes for the future of our expanding oceans. All right, and let's uh, uh, take a look into the idea of it. Look at them low decibels coming in. <clears throat> All right, folks, uh, winecellarmedia.com. Um, we are doing something, and it just it just popped in my head because, um, all right, so we got this whole business going on, folks. Got to mask up, you know, glove up, sanitize up. I think sanitize up should have already been going on more, a little more, maybe a tiny bit more. <laughs> all right, but because um, I'm a factory worker, and we do cleaning projects, and we have dust and whatnot. And uh, we, there are some masks in the factory. And so uh, as soon as this shit kicked off, I just grabbed a box for Phoenix Collider. Just like, oh, yeah, you'll probably want to use that. And then as this shit moved forward and all the quarantining and the social distancing and, you know, um, I don't know if a lot of stores are doing this. I've only seen one um, had, like... Um, like painting tape on the floor to make boxes for how far apart they want folks standing from each other in line. And, uh, and then so like Phoenix leader was like, Oh, uh, one of the, one of the homies, um, could use some masks. So I grabbed another box and shit still wasn't cracking off that hard yet. Right. And then, um, Phoenix Cleeter had the box and she hadn't, um, sent them to them yet. And then shit's cracking off and you're seeing like fucking people are making masks and whatnot. And so I, uh, I took another box and I was like, why just have these hundred masks between Phoenix Cleeter and one other individual, you know? So I made some, um, uh, Phoenix Cleeter went and got some, uh, bags and I sanitized the kitchen table, uh, put a plastic can liner over it, like an industrial one, and then sanitized the can liner, and then um, put on gloves, and then sanitized my gloves, and then took uh, masks and put them into these uh, Ziploc bags, and uh, put uh, some Ziploc bags with five and some with ten, very few with ten. And I'm, I think actually those tens I'm going to break down to fives as well, and then you know. And we had a post on the face booze. It was just like, hey, you know, made it friends only, even though even that's risky because there's like a thousand people on there. And um, 
and Fiends Collider's getting boxes so we can ship them out to folks. And some folks, uh, you know, like, you know, letting you know, you know, a safe address that you're comfortable um, giving us so that we could uh, send these joints out. And so right now it's Wednesday, uh, 3.20 a.m. I have a shift to go do at the uh, factory where I will see if I can run around and grab a few more masks. It's getting harder because I think my co-workers are doing so as well now. So uh, it's it's tough to come across a box of masks now. So this may actually just be a one-time effort to help a little bit. And, uh, and yes, we're going to ship them joints out. Fiends Collider is going to go to the post office and see about just buying boxes from there. And we're just pulling it from the Wine Solar Media Fund. Some of the homie locos, um, I'll actually uh, log in and, um, and shout out some niggas that hit up the joint. Log into the old PayPal Arena here. whoop de doop de doo Passwords and all that love. Doop. Blow. All right. Now let's, uh, <clears throat> there it goes. What? I got it wrong. You shouldn't try to put in your password while broadcasting. How many times can you get it wrong before they make you do stuff? All right. Yeah, so uh, Molly Loco kicked in really just a few hours ago from going on. Um, One of the homies, they have a different name on Facebooz than on PayPal, so I'll go with the Facebooz name as Candice Loco. Um, Amanda Loco came through in a joint. Don't want to go blowing up niggas' um, last names. You know what I'm saying? Let me um, take a look at some more of the Locos that have come through in the joint. Um... Because that's going to pay for uh, shipping the shits out. And I mean, really, niggas kicking in more like that. Yeah, like I'm looking at that shit. Y'all niggas is kicking in. Uh, Natalie Loco and, of course, there's the Patreon right there. Stephanie Loco, Neely Loco, uh, Catherine Loco, Jeffrey, Patricia Loco, uh, Lydia Loco out there in the joint. Uh, Heather Loco. Another Patricia Loco, Britton Loco, uh, some several James and Jasons. Yeah, more men. More men are supporting the wine solo. Where them? Where do? Where them folk come from? Well, I assume, right? You assume cisgender men. Uh, all right. Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for stepping up, fellas. <laughs> you know, uh, hoping I'm not uh, misgendering niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, my bad if I'm uh, slipping up on that type of shit. I don't like doing that shit. But uh, yeah, we're going to get these joints out to folks. Um, uh, yeah, so Fiends Clear is going to do that. It is Wednesday, um, April 8th on the write down status. And I can actually um, go ahead and log out of there. But yeah, man, y'all folks... Uh, hitting it up that's what's making it happen because we're just pulling it straight from the wine cellar media fund so yeah like if it's on the paypal like i'm down to just run the paypal down to zero if it, it like if i get more masks and more people want them shipped and it runs the paypal down to zero for april uh, fuck it because <laughs> then the niggas that signed up for the patreon on the first of the month april may on the first of the month of may well, boom, we've got Wine Cellar Media Fund again. And then it's like, okay, knock out the podcast uh, feed um, bills, knock out the Swapcast feed bills, you know, and, you know, internet bill. And then from there, the rest of that's Wine Cellar Media Functioning Fund. And we can fucking use to socialize shit. We're socializers. We like it. 
Coronavirus is exploding across the South. In a dozen southern states, there have been nearly 65,000 confirmed cases and more than 1,700 deaths. The death rate from the virus in Louisiana is the second highest in the U.S. Janet Chamling reports tonight from the Texas. Tonight, the coronavirus is exploding across the South. In a dozen southern states, there have been nearly 65,000 confirmed cases and more than 1,700 deaths. The death rate from the virus in Louisiana is the second highest in the U.S. Janet Chamling reports tonight from the Texas-Louisiana border. To say that I'm both... Um overcome by sadness by about this and um, incredibly furious is an understatement. Coronavirus is spreading quickly across Louisiana. The death toll doubling there in just a week. Governor John Bell Edwards today reported 70 new deaths and says they're still bracing for the worst. Uh, this is truly a statewide uh, public health emergency. In Louisiana, an alarming disparity. More than 70% of the coronavirus deaths are African Americans, who are just 32% of the population. If you have a disease that is going to kill more people with hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, and you have a health disparity like this, it's not shocking. Louisiana has one of the highest rates of people with pre-existing conditions. As coronavirus rages through the South, it's hitting a vulnerable population especially hard. The poor with little access to health care and blue-collar workers who don't have the option to work from home. Beyond Louisiana, cases are spiking across the South, including in Florida, where hundreds not practicing social distancing lined up for unemployment forms, unable to file online. The virus changing our very way of life. Louisiana's transportation secretary, who recently recovered. Our culture is so uh, unique and so special. We like to be very close. We believe in hugging and handshaking and, and embracing each other. And you can't do that in this day and age. And one of the latest efforts to stop the spread is here at the Texas-Louisiana state line. Cars are being diverted off of busy Interstate 10. They line up here, and once they reach the front, state troopers from Texas are asking them where they plan to quarantine for the next 14 days. Unless they have an exemption for business or emergency services, that is the mandate of the Texas governor. Nora? Never seen those traffic stops before. Gina, thank you. Now, um, it is 3.24 a.m., getting closer and closer to when I need to go ahead and hit the door here and go uh, be exploited for me labor. And so um, the folks over there at Business Insider have an article up from two days ago uh, by uh, Joseph Zibalos Roig. And they're saying that Spain is moving to permanently establish a universal basic income in the wake of the uh, coronavirus epidemic. We'll just hit the bullet points real quick, uh, morning wine cellar. Um, so at, on the bullet list is uh, Spain's taking steps to implement a basic income to help citizens weather uh, the economic fallout from the coronavirus, which would make it the first nation in Europe to do so. Um <clears throat> Uh, there is a uh, quote from the Minister of Economic Affairs. They said, um, we are going to do it as soon as possible so it can be useful, not just for this extraordinary situation and that it remains forever. Forever. Um, on the bullet list, uh, no specific date was unveiled yet. 
in the list, Andrew Yang, in the U.S., Andrew Yang helped thrust the idea of universal basic income into the mainstream. Yes, we all know how uh, CNN and MSNBC are uh, day in and day out having these lengthy universal basic income uh, discussions, along with Fox News. And if you go to independent outlets like Bob Seska, um, ooh, I all Stephanie Miller. I'm sure there's so much universal basic income talk on the Stephanie Miller fucking show. Oh yeah, yeah, sure do betcha. Yeah, there you know, <laughs> bullshit. Um, Andrew Yang launched Andrew Yang's career into the national spotlight. Uh, let's take a look here. <clears throat> uh, just a wee bitty boo from the article. It's um. It's not immediately clear what the universal basic income would look like in Spain, given the proposal uh, appears to be in its early stages, but under the idea the government would provide a monthly payment to citizens free of any conditions. Spain enacted a nationwide lockdown on March 14th to curb the spread of the virus and effectively shut down the economy as restaurants, bars, and hotels were, uh, were ordered to, uh, to close their doors. The country reported over 135,000 cases so far and 13 motherfuck thousand deaths. Not deaths, deaths. Ooh, excuse me. And taking another look here, um, oh yeah, a video I shared um on my uh, Facebooks, uh, folks. Remember we've we've uh, mentioned and shouted out and did episodes with uh, Michael Wright and Kimberly Nicole from the Something in Common program, and one of Michael Wright's daughters has a vlog up on the YouTube, and they have a Quarantine Chronicles that appears to be a series, and uh, they're up in the grocery store. Check it the frack out. I shared it. I'll share it again. I'll share it five times. Just can't stop me. <clears throat> I be sharing, sharing and posting. All right, and taking a look here at um these uh, saved items, the nutrition diva. Oh, that's something that's interesting too. The uh, those folks from like those podcasts that are like a very targeted thing, like Grammar Girl, Nutrition Diva. They tend to be with the same network. This Corona shit is so ill that like they're doing episodes that have something to do with it. <clears throat> All right. Well, church is closed. Uh, Planned Parenthood opened during COVID. But the news is moving so fast, man. It's hard to go back more than um, two or three days. All right. But um, I should uh, hurry up and get out of here. 11 minutes, very short, but really wanted to update folks on what it is we're trying to physically do here. Um, oh, shit. The camera is on. Uh, yeah. I have all the, yeah, so podcast listeners can't see it, but on the camera for the upload, I have all the shit uh, bagged up. I did one little Facebook Live video just riffing about it because, yeah, I might as well update folks on what they're requesting and talking about on my specific feed and what I offered up and what we're going to bring. So, yeah, we decided on the post office over UPS boxes, Phoenix Leader is going to go um, and hunt those the heck down. And we'll get these uh these masks out. All right, winecellarmedia.com, patreon.com slash winecellarmedia fund, paypal.me slash phoenix and william. Social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice coming soon. We actually already have the RSS podcast feed for it. Just no episodes up yet. 
Um, hopefully the first episode will be uh, Chelsea Sprinkler talking about that that gum socialism episode. All right, and we'll get the funk on out of here. Oh shoot, I should uh, there you go.